Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And I think that you should take the audio that we just tried to record and insert it right now so the people can hear while we're sitting in your car (laughs) eating warm cookies, cold milk. This is a warm cookie. This is delicious. I told you, man. I told you. They stay open till like 3 in the morning and they deliver to the campus. Insomnia cookies. Yeah. What did we get? This is the peanut butter. Peanut butter, chocolate. Oh, I'm glad I got this milk. So I'm going to insert that audio. Hey, welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Quick. And we are... This, this Our lives have changed. Yes. This is... Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> it is. We are... We were at a coffee shop. And Heath was like, they got this little back room. There won't be anybody there. And it's full of people. And they're all looking at us, fooling around with this contraption. Yes, yes. It is, as the kids say, awkward. It is awkward. Awkward. <laughs> um, but we, I have not seen Mark. We just had an amazing <laughs> breakfast. This is so stupid, man. Yeah. What do you want to do? I don't know. But I can't do this, man. I'm just be <laughs> All right, and we're back. He's got a mouthful of cookie, and um, and now we were sitting in the coffee shop, having a cup to pass the time, swapping rodeo stories with this old cowboy friend of mine, and it just didn't feel right, man. Mm-hmm. Like we were thinking, I was. Heath's like, I've done this before. I've come here and interviewed people, and I'm like, I know that you have. But we have a whole different vibe, and we right. got to start riffing on things and being able to get loud and laugh and cut up. And I didn't feel like I could do that in there. I didn't either, and you, we made the right call, and now we're sitting in an abandoned parking lot. And, uh, <laughs> and if anybody comes by, I'm going to put my head in his laps. <laughs> no. So they'll, so they'll call the cops. So Mark and I have not seen each other since late September. Man, it has been a while. I told my wife the other day, man, I felt like I don't have any friends anymore. As you know, my crew switched. I'm on a different crew uh, at work, and I I, I don't work with... Me too. Yeah, I don't work with drinking buddy anymore. And... uh, I I hadn't seen Preacher Friend in about two months, and I felt like... You know... (laughs) You didn't know what your life had come I did. To. I was like, man, I told her, I told her. I was like, I don't know that I have any friends left anymore. Um, yeah, so we went to breakfast, caught up on life. Mark talked about his trip, talked about my new job. If you're a patron, you already know most of this stuff. Can I say- No. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> Even more so than before. You can't. Yes. Why? Because now I represent an entire conglomeration. You you, you represented an entire faith. I still still do. (laughs) Okay. I will. Woo! 
anymore. God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was, wasn't sure. I knew that I couldn't. I just wanted to give you. It was just fun to me to give you a heart attack there for just a second. I know you're going to edit it out. Hey, welcome to the Dope Drop Kick Show. I'm And I'm Mark Whitman. And the reason you're going to hear skipping audio there is because I had to test with Heath's new job responsibilities what I was and was not allowed to say on the show. So I asked a few questions. I've been, I've been properly chastised. And now, and now we can move along. And I couldn't have done that if we were in that coffee shop. Can I? Do I need to get you like the George Carlin list? <laughs> you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in Clemson, Insomnia Cookies, insomniacookies.com, we got whole milk and a cookie. And he, you're out of breath from eating that <laughs> I am. I know. You're breathing heavy. As I, as we like to say, it's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, Do you remember when you said that? We were sitting, I remember when you said, it's, this is delicious. Where were we at? We were sitting at that, we were at the Charlotte Fan Fest at that Mexican restaurant across the river. Mm-hmm. And you had ordered something. I don't remember what you ordered, yeah. but I do remember you eating, taking two or three bites and looking up at me and going, this is delicious. <laughs> and it, it stuck with us and it became a thing. I, oh, I still funny, remember man. that. So we had, I think we already said all this. We had breakfast we walk out of breakfast, and since I got here this morning, I have wanted to talk about wrestling. Uh-huh. And even as we were walking, we went to the local butcher. Mm-hmm. I said, what did you think? And we were like, oh, we can't, but we both were excited to talk about wrestling for the uh-huh. first time in a long time. Yeah, I do not remember being this excited about, no. about wrestling. or like Whether you like all the stuff or you don't like everything, it's so cool. That there's good stuff going on in wrestling. Yeah, if you can't, if you cannot find something you like from American wrestling, I, just stay tuned because I'm sure something's going to come your way. No, I'll be honest with you. If you're not happy about something, then this may be time for you to start just watching basketball or something. Right. Because it's not I me. Mean, you know, there's so much good stuff. Whether you like that WWE style or whether you like the, the new NWA power stuff is really good. I'm enjoying it. Or NXT. NXT. And, but AEW, man, that's kind of my thing right now. Yeah. Um, I have not. Uh, so I don't even know where to start. Let's start with a, let's start with, cause I don't want to talk a lot about this. Let's talk about how we were the only podcast that wasn't wrong about the Saudi Arabia situation. <laughs> That's right. We called it we, by not calling it. <laughs> we were the only podcast that did not put out blatantly false information. God, everybody in this rush to act like they're a jerk. You're, I'm a, if you have a real job, yeah, okay, and you do this on the side, you are not a professional journalist. No. Let's just go ahead and get the. We're just we're fans who do this for fun, right? None of us are professional journalists, unless you are doing this for a living. You are not a journalist, and it is not your responsibility to go around breaking news to anybody, right? Especially if you're just making stuff up, right? Right, and that's why most of my speculation, 
rumors in particular with local wrestling is um, uh, that's what I do for our patrons. Patreon.com slash double dropkick, a dollar a month, get you in. Right. It's not an exclusive club. Although our patrons are, I mean, we have patrons who are fans. We have patrons who are in the wrestling business. We have other podcasters who are patrons. And I'm a patron of other podcasts. I, su- I support them. I like getting I like getting the, the behind-the-scenes on indie stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we were not wrong about Saudi Arabia. All right. Did, did you watch Crown Jewel? I watched um, the Brock Lesnar-Kane Velasquez match. I wanted to see it and was really disappointed. And then... Um, and and then I watched uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins, and thought it was a it was a good match, but that red lighting, I'm yeah. not I'm not digging that. But I love. But I tell you, I think you don't have to put on the red light. Roxanne, sorry, <laughs> we could have done that. Exactly. See, if we'd have been in that coffee shop, couldn't have done that, and I couldn't have said what I said earlier. That's right. Um, <laughs> That red light's got to go, man. Yeah. That is not good. It is not good. But I, the character, I'm into the character. I think they, um, just at WWE, you know that scene in Tommy Boy when <laughs> he's explaining about he gets his, when he's got the, the roll and yeah. he's going, and I got my new toy and I love yeah. it and I pet it and then, and then, rah, 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 you know, and he yeah. tells, like that is Vince McMahon every time somebody starts to get over. Yeah. He got to mess it it's, up. Like, it's not just, it's not enough that this person is organically getting over. They have to immediately push them right to the top. Yeah. And immediately give him the title because yeah. now you got to beat him. Yeah. Now yeah. you have to beat the guy. And you didn't even tell a good story. Like, no. you didn't tell, you know what would have, imagine I said it on a thing and I'll expand upon it. I, I said, what if. What if he just continued to be this diabolical, evil heel? Yeah. And then you have this moment where either he eliminates Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble, or you go back and do the Jake Roberts Undertaker deal where Paul Heyman looks at the Fiend and says, whose side are you on here anyway, man? Mm -hmm. And the Fiend says, not yours. Yeah. And then you go along, and then and after you've established that he's going to kick out of some finishers, yeah. Brock hits him with the F5, the most protected finish in all yeah. of wrestling, and he hits the ground, and he pops right back up onto his feet. And yeah. he, and, dude, the place would come unglued. You could make this incredible baby face out of The Fiend, but they just can't resist. Yeah. Just, ugh. And I hate to watch it, man. Yeah. Like, I hate to see them do this with every... Seth Rollins comes back from that injury. Yeah. And would have been the biggest... Which is what they want him to be now. Now they want him to be the biggest baby face. Right. But they had him where he yeah. could have been the big baby face. Yeah. When he came back from that injury and he come out and cut a heel promo. Yeah. He was over that night. He would have... You could have ran with him. Roman Reigns. Nobody was interested in Roman Reigns because they didn't tell the story of him becoming the big baby face. They just told you that you were supposed to accept it. D, I'm... Man, this is very good. So, I feel like... We were like, oh man, there's so much good stuff in wrestling. Here's what I don't like. um, (laughs) WWE... I'm not... It has become a scripted program. It it has. And it would be like it would be like okay. Let's say 
every sitcom that lasted had to make adjustments. Unless you pull a Seinfeld and get out while you're still number one. Right, but what, I, what I'm saying is, it's like WWE is not listening to the audience. Right. Of what they want and what they don't want. And it's not even about we want this or we want that. It's the organic stuff. Yeah. It's like WWE does not know how to react and and work with that because, well, we got our script. We're going to, you know, there's no changing right. it. We got to kind of finish that. Yeah. All right. Enough about. Yeah, enough anyway. Of the, enough of the crap. I was not so, in Saudi Arabia. I was not on the plane. I don't know what happened. None of it. There you go. I'll give you all my conspiracy theories on Patreon. Patreon. On Patreon. Patreon. On Patreon. I'm my patron. I think there's, listen, man, mm-hmm. there's obviously more to the story than we're being told. I'm not, I'm not going to let you speculate like that. <laughs> there's more to the story. To be honest with you, let, let, me, let me do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you. Don't ever, don't ever be mistaken into believing that you let me do anything. <laughs> I just, hey, I want everybody to write down what Mark said. That there is more to this story. <laughs> We're the first to report. Yeah, that. we are the first to report it. There is in more. a fair and balanced way. <laughs> there's more to the story there is than more. what we've been told. That's your headline right there. That's right. That's the that's the the that's the title of this episode. <laughs> There's more to this story than we're being told. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so let's so talk that's about. The I don't really watch WWE that all that much at all anymore. No, no. Uh, I, I I may cancel the network. Me too. I like. I was actually sitting there watching AEW last night and thinking yeah. to myself, you know, they're like one or two more good shows away from me canceling the WWE network. Yeah. Because, like, I've kind of watched all the old stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, I mean, you can, I, I enjoy going back and rewatching some of that stuff, but after you've rewatched it 20 times and you got a shelf full of DVDs. Yeah. I have not, so let's switch to uh, NWA. I have not, I watched a little bit of the first episode. I've just been so busy. It, AWE and NWA both launched right as I was getting into the new job, and so right. when day, the, my schedule has been kind of nuts. Um, I want to go back and watch NWA. I must, I especially want to go back and watch the promos. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just an interesting presentation, man. It's not. It's kind of just a. Here's what it's cool, man. You can sit down and in an hour you've watched the shit. Yeah. It doesn't require this huge commitment. Right. And it kind of flies by because none of the matches are these 20, 30 minute spot fests. I mean, there's right. a lot of get over matches. Show, here's a guy going to hit his move, show you what he can do. Couple, right. You know, cut a post match or a pre match promo. You know, Cornette's got his fingerprints all over it. Yeah. You know, and, and whether you like him or agree with him, I don't agree with everything Jim Cornette says. Right. Um, but I do know generally when Jim Cornette puts a seal of approval on something, I'm going to like it. There's more of a chance I'm going to like it than not. Right. Um, Correct. Correct. And I know when I'm, like I don't, I've said it before, I, Impact has, has embraced the goofiness. That's going to be yeah. the, if you've been watching it, they've embraced the, the Joey Ryans and stuff, and, and that's fine. Right. Um, somebody had to do that. Yeah. And that ain't for me. I ain't interested in Right. And watching that, and I'm not going to watch that stuff. Um, so Impact to me is out. 
after, yeah. after a lot of the recent stuff they've done. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about AEW. No, that, uh, that's where it's at. Um, last week was the fifth, fifth episode. I did. I watched a little bit of week four, um, and I've watched about half of the last of last night's episode. There, I want to get your thoughts on a ton of things. There are three primary things I want to talk about. Okay. Um, first of all, you, you just said it. They're two good episodes away from you canceling WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Like well, I, I regret that I have to work this weekend and yeah. camp because I would buy that. Shit. Right. And right. I still may. I'll be honest with yeah. you. If I can avoid any spoilers at all, there's a pretty good chance Monday. Yeah. When I'm off Monday, that I'm gonna sit down and watch that show. Right. Yeah. You know, I have I, a. Sh- I got the the fight app and all. That. <clears throat> I have a show. Uh, Battle Zone's got a show Saturday night in Williamson, and so I'm, you know, I want to see this, um, and I'll probably watch it Sunday. Um, yeah. Sometimes the replays are a little cheaper, so I don't, I don't know, but yeah, um, I definitely want to see it. They, and they've done a great build over yes. the five weeks of television. They have mm-hmm. done a great job. You know what the main event of this show is. Uh, you know what the stakes are. You and I right. be, and I believe. So so far, until unless they give me a reason not to, I believe that these the stakes that they've put up for the match are are going to be upheld. The stipulations will be upheld. Right. You know, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. What did you think of? Um, I thought. Let's go back a couple. Was it last week they did the vignette with Cody? Yes. I loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. I I was I'm a, I probably didn't love it. Yeah. I thought there was some of it that was a little bit hokey to me. Right. And then they I can see that. And then they addressed the hokiness this week. Yes. Which was awesome. With one of the greatest vignettes in wrestling history, I'm gonna say. Yes. I like I would agree. It really was one of the greatest vignettes that I've seen. Maybe not in wrestling history, but that I've seen in five years. The so the the vignette that the inner circle did Everybody playing their role. Sammy Guevara. I'm a fan, kid. Me too. I'm a fan. And I'm going to tell you the line. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to say already, don't yeah. you? What? 48 what? years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest thing. So the Cody promo was so hokey, but when yeah. he said Chris Jericho's for, the 48 years old, he's the youngest AEW champion in history. That was one of the greatest. And, and the, then, way, the way he delivered it. Yes, oh. he, he like straight up. Yeah. And then and then Virgil said, or Soul Train Jones, which was yeah. great. They didn't call him Virgil, called him Soul Train Jones. He goes, Chris Jericho's talent. It's like bread. It's like them breadsticks at Olive Garden. It's unlimited. <laughs> so what I love about this, and especially, it was good comedy. Yes, that's the thing, man. It was funny without being hokey. Right. It was. It was good, and it was funny, and it was talented people. Right. Doing it, and it was a touch of comedy, and it didn't overdo it. Right. And then, it like, oh, it was just brilliant. What man. was awesome about it? What I, What's awesome about this whole build, and and then how they did uh, Cody's promo last night, which I want to oh, talk about. That. Yeah, that's got it. We'll talk. So about that. was that? Here's Cody. 
the stakes are so high for him. He's put his, I'm not going to challenge for the title again if I lose. Right. Every And it's this seriousness and it's this depth and his mom knows how it's important. And then Jericho comes out and just is just nonchalant. I'm right. the champion. And I love that they have done something that we have not seen in so long in wrestling. And there is this contrast of this guy... It's gonna kill him if he loses, and the other guy—he just—it's like he don't even care. But he does. He does. That's and right. You know that he cares, right? But that's his—the gimmick is he's overly confident to hide the fact that he's a little bit yeah. insecure about his age. I'll, yeah. The subtle. Oh, we're gonna mention the age thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I love the contract signing last week that they didn't fight. Yes, I thought that was incredible. Yeah. Because that's that has become such a trope. Yeah. Two things they did the week before last. Yeah. That I I told I texted you that I liked the trope the the trope in wrestling of the contract signing devolving into a brawl and both of those guys agreeing that their title was too important to allow yeah, that to happen. Yeah, that was great. Was incredible. And then in the the finals of the tag match, as they had pre the previous match to that was that six man mm-hmm. match where it was way over the top. Yeah way too much and i remember thinking like this match going on after that six-man match they're gonna do the same ending yeah. where it's gonna build with all these big big moves and big kick right. out big move and kick out big mag and then everybody's gonna start chanting this is awesome right and they didn't and scorpio yeah. sky grabbed a small package yeah out of, out of nowhere and and, and they <clears throat> got white heat for a minute yeah. Like the people in the crowd were, they were ready. They were like, oh, it's time for us to play our role. It's time for us to be part of the show. Yeah. And they took it away from them. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Yeah. They took that away from the crowd. Right. So that they don't become conditioned. Right. To what's going to happen on an AEW show. Yeah. Little things like that where it's not the same thing all the time. Don't Everybody's become conditioned to expect certain things out of all the matches and all the shows. And they're they're doing away with some of that, and I love it. Real briefly, talking about finishes, the Pac-Trent match last night, which I thought uh, was a really, really good television match. Yes, it was, man. It had a little bit of everything, but the finish, uh, pretty sure the ref was supposed to count to three. I was wondering about that because I saw look pissed off, but he always looks pissed off. Right, and but but the announcers were like, "What?" Yeah, I didn't like like stop counting. Like Trent does not move. No, no, they should fire that referee. Right, because there's no reason to stop counting. No, no. The training should be if the shoulders are down, you don't stop counting. Even and the crowd knew it. Yeah. The crowd, you know, they were giving them, oh, man, come yeah. on now. But they're giving them a pass on little stuff right now, but they can't afford all that to happen. Speaking of giving a pass, I I have not watched any, none, through five five weeks. I've not watched any of the women's on AEW. No. Fast forward it Me too. all the time. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's not good. It yes, is. It is. Terrible. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not good. You're right. I tried to watch that tag team match last night, and it was brutal. I did not even. It was just terrible, man. It's terrible. Britt Baker. Oh, not ready for prime time. Oh no, she's not, man. She cannot work. 
She's, I mean, she looks like a star, man. She really does. She looks like she deserves to be there, but she don't. How come no one is saying that they're shoving her down our throats? Because let me tell you, they are shoving her down uh, our throats. You think? Yeah. But did you know she's a dentist? I did. I've oh, heard somebody right. mentioned that okay. once. Um, tell you one thing I like about the show. Yeah. I don't see the same people on the show every. I love it, and it's not the same flow. It's like there's not a formula. No, to it's the not show. like it's going to open with a promo. Because I was be honest with you, I heard about Cody's promo, and I was like, "Well, that must be the main event the way they're hyping it up." And it was the second segment. Yes. So you just mentioned they it. didn't open with it. Right. But no, let's not get there yet. There's other things to talk about. Okay. All right. You want to build. I you want to build, build to, to the it. promo. You're, you're WWE over there. I was upset two, was it two weeks ago when he was going to do the promo and the announcement and Jericho interrupted him and mm-hmm. I was like, well, it must have not been that important of an announcement. I, the only th- I loved the brawl. I loved yes. him breaking the glass. Yep. I didn't like how, oh, I can't do my promo and it was already queued up, this guy's going to come out. And then this guy's, right. I didn't, but I'm willing to overlook that. Yeah, because man. that was, I popped for it. Me too. It was good, man. It was a good segment when he said, there's not a, there's not a imaginary wall here. Right. I can come up there and hit right. you. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, I like that. Uh, I like, you know, I like it. I can't say I like everything about the show. Even like the Marco stunt thing didn't offend me as much as it. As it seemed to offend a lot of other people, you know. I I will say. I, I, I go ahead. Um, I haven't watched any of the dark. I haven't either. Um, uh-huh. although I've heard that there's been some good matches on it. Um, the crowd. I saw a picture of the crowd last night. A lot of tarps. Yeah. And what is not a huge building. Yeah, I mean, we. Are, I think we all knew that as they began to travel every week. <laughs> That it, they weren't going to be selling out these big arenas right. every week. Right. I mean, uh, you know, but they will. I mean, I think if they keep doing what they're doing, people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people, I was at uh, Five Guys mm-hmm. over in Clemson the the day that I remember. Yeah. The day that it was coming on, the first Wednesday that it was debuting, yeah. there were two college kids in there saying, man, you hear AEW wrestling starting tonight? It's supposed to be a lot different than WWE. And they were talking about watching it. And I, wow. I got my DVR set up. I'm going to check it out and see. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, you know, people were sitting around talking about it. Uh, and I've heard several people mention yeah. AEW. And I ain't heard nobody talk about WWE in a long time. No. There's a guy at work who's about 55 that'll ask me if Ric Flair's still wrestling every once in a while. You know? <laughs> Ric Flair's still out there? He's the old one I was watching. You know? Well, he's probably 89 years <laughs> old now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I get those questions from old people every once in a while. If Dusty Rhodes is still wrestling, you know? Is Andre the Giant still? Yeah. I remember when I seen, when I, it's always, you know, the Midnight Express wrestled the monkeys and, you know, Ricky Gibson. And <laughs> I remember old Jack Monkey, man. Boy, he used to get beat up every week. Yep. I remember one old old Robert Morton. He hit, uh, he hit lover boy Stan with a steel chair. Old Jim Connors used to go out there and hit everybody with that tennis racket. Yeah. I tell you what. Oh, Jimmy McEnroe. He used to go out there. 
Yeah, so you get that a lot. But like for for college kids, to be, I just I worry um, that AEW is going to become a fad. Right. Like that's what I think they need to avoid. They need to build a real fan base that has a, a vested interest and not right and not people that are. I think Jim Cornette said it. Not people that are looking for the next hula hoop. But I, I, you know, I don't know if you can. I don't, I don't know if can. you can. I don't. Yeah, we're in a complete. You cannot compare this to the Attitude Era Damn. for a thousand different mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you can't compare the ratings. You can't compare. You can't compare anything. It's incomparable. It is. I mean, it's a different thing, and and you know, if hey, I want them. I hope that they. I don't want them to put WWE out of business. I want them to make WWE raise their game. Right. I want WWE looking and saying, wow, we had, now, well, we hadn't talked about Orange Cassidy yet. Yeah. You said you wanted to say something about him, which would tell everybody your line this morning when we got here. It probably won't. Because it's not spontaneous, <laughs> but it was by this morning at breakfast. We're, it was a great line. We were eating at Sunnyside Cafe. And I said, hey, man, He Mark said, what do you normally get? I said, sometimes I get the pimento cheese and bacon quesadilla. It's got the pimento cheese has a little kick to it. Not much of a kick, like an orange Cassidy kick. And uh, and that was funny. That was funny. So orange, so, so I'm not, I don't want to debate orange Cassidy. I, but I want to take it from orange Cassidy's point of view. Orange Cassidy, as he is presently constituted, is never going to be above where he is right now in the car. He is not going to be world heavyweight champion. He's not going to be your TV yeah. champion. He, he, what I'm saying is he has pigeonholed himself into a certain spot in a match a certain mm-hmm. spot on the card, mm-hmm. and when that it doesn't work, he's either going to have to rein. You're right. That's it's going to get old when, it, when it's become, when everybody's seen it a thousand times. So, as a performer, as an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, I understand it, that gimmick got him a contract. Mm-hmm. So, kudos and, to him. And Tony Khan was dressed like him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I never seen Jim Crockett dressing like Dusty Rhodes. Well, not that they took a picture of. Right, <laughs> he didn't have Dusty's trunks and stuff. Like that. that was strange to me when I saw when I saw the guy who owns the company well, dressed like one of his lower mid card guys. I was did you like, see oh. Jerry Jerry Lynn dressed like him too? <laughs> Jerry Lynn, Tony Khan, and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, hey man. I mean, if that's what people like, it's over. Yeah. The point of wrestling I've always thought was to make as much money as you can while exerting the least amount of energy, which is what all of us do in life. We right. want to make as much money as we can and do the least amount of work. And right. Orange Cassidy's doing that. So how yeah, can I literally I, and, and figure and, it out? And like it's not here's when it would be an expose of the business yeah. to me. If Orange Cassidy goes in there and he does one of those weak kicks to Pac last night mm-hmm. and Pac sold it, yeah, that's an expose of the business. Yeah. But he didn't. Pac looked at him and then kicked him in the mouth like a grown man. Yeah. And that was it for Orange and Cassidy. And that was it for Orange Cassidy that night. Yeah. Maybe the... I think it's just a generational thing. I don't. I can't imagine 
most of the guys back then, they all wanted to be the main event spot. Right. He right. Maybe he doesn't want to be the main event spot. Maybe he's happy with the Orange Cassidy spot where he sells a lot of t-shirts. Everybody pops when he It's not offensive to me what he does. Right. It's actually pretty impressive. If you sit back from an athletics from from just a, a, a right. point whether you agree with it or whether you like it or whether you think it's hokey or not to watch a guy do a kip up with his hands in his pockets if you can't see the athleticism and then to do a dive with his hands in his pockets which is going to wind up hurting him if he ain't careful yeah. all it's going to take is one wrong move yeah with you know hey I don't care. It's not offensive to me. So it'd be offensive to me if somebody was selling the kicks. Right. Yeah, I, I think the point of wrestling, and as I, was, as I was thinking about this yesterday, the point is to make money. Yeah. So right now, he's getting the point. My, I guess I would, I'm interested to see how he adjusts to continue making money once, but here's the thing: twenty years from now, he's gonna be signing autographs as Orange Cassidy and wearing sunglasses and right. right. So like, he's if AEW is smart, mm-hmm. okay. You don't want your company to be the hula hoop, yeah. but you can keep presenting the pet rock, yeah. So maybe he's their pet rock right now, right? And then when that becomes ridiculous, you move him to AEW Dark and you beat him. And you Marco stunts your pet rock. Yeah. For a little while. Yeah. And then you move him and then the next thing is your your pet rock for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Rather than have people focus on your company as the next fad, keep them focused on one guy who will be the fad that's constantly being burned out and if they're smart businessmen. That remains to be seen. I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying they're not smart businessmen. That don't mean that they're smart pro wrestling businessmen. Those are different things. Like if you think back to uh, Jack Briscoe, Terry Funk, Dory Funk, that period of NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were making the, the most money wrestling 28 days out of the month. You yeah, they were doing the, the most work. Yeah. You think about the travel, you think about all of that. Mm-hmm. And we live in a day, it's possible Orange Cassidy is making more than the NWA World champion used to make doing what he's doing. Right. And if the point is to make money, doing the least amount of work, maybe our hands are. That is the thing. That's all I like. That's not just the point of wrestling. That's what everybody's trying to do in life make as much money as they can while putting out the least amount of effort. Right. So I can't hate Orange Cassidy for doing the same thing the rest of us do, man. Yeah. You know? Um, I love, I, I really felt this last night. The three-man booth is starting to get some rhythm. It is. It's, uh, yep, it is. And they, you knew that would happen. Yeah, they, you know, people were knocking it in their three or four episodes. In, right, Give right. them a chance to to learn one another and mesh and learn their roles. I tell you what I think, Shivani. I'm going to be honest with you. I know that he's got a spur under his saddle yeah about the greatest night in the history of our sport yeah but i think he needs to bring that back yeah i think that needs to be his slobber knocker yeah and he needs to at one point every night say fans this is the greatest night (laughs) in the history of our industry right and make that part of his gimmick and start selling t-shirts and this that because i think that the time is right i think i'm i didn't know how much i missed 
hearing Tony Schiavone oh. talk wrestling until I started listening. So I started watching that show, and it yeah. was so good because he sounds like he's having fun again. Yeah. And you forgot, like when you go back and watch old stuff, you forget how good Tony Schiavone was because what you remember is the Tony Schiavone toward the end of Nitro where he'd right. given up and he didn't yeah. care and right. he lost his drive. This yeah. Tony Schiavone is the Tony Schiavone that I like. And it's, yeah. the, it's the Tony Schiavone that I grew up on. Yeah. Where he cares about what's going on and he's passionate about it. And they did that great segment, not this week, but last week, where him and Cody were riding together in the yeah. in the limo and yeah. they were riding to the arena and just having a conversation. And it took me back to when they used to do that kind of thing with Ric Flair and when he rode in, rode to the arena the night he fought, fought Vader and Gene Oakland was there and they were just having a conversation. And that's what I... AEW is taking a lot of the old yes. wrestling stuff and bring, the lights out match mm-hmm. where they're going to actually dim the lights and bring them back up and say, all right, the show's over. Yeah. We're not, you know, we're this is non-sanctioned. We're, yeah. we're done. Yeah. And then we're going to have this match. Like that's... That's that's great, man. I love that they're bringing back the judges booth. Yeah, for the for the title, you know, right. for the. Have they announced who the judges are? I don't yet? think so. I think. Um, I hope one of them's Terry Funk. Can I be honest with you? Oh. Uh, if they don't get uh, Terry, if they don't get Terry Funk uh, out there, be one of those judges. Uh, I figure. Bro, I would cry. I would too. I would flipping ball like a baby. Yep. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Yeah. I'm gonna say Bret Hart's one. Okay. Um, if they don't get Terry, it won't be because they didn't try. Right. But he's not doing well, so he may not. Nah. Or, so I hear. I don't know if right. it's true or not, but so I hear his health is not great. But but they should try to get Terry Funk. And I, I don't know who the the third one yeah. would be. I don't know who else is out there that fans would maybe. I think Bill Watts. See, the problem with Bill Watts, if you bring Bill Watts in, then you have to address past Bill Watts controversy. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that that's something that they nah. need. Is they're getting, why did they nah. bring in Bill Watts? And they're going to bring this interview up that he did back in the right. 90s and um, right. why he got dismissed from WCW. Right. So that might not be the one. i tell you what I hope is going on. Because uh-huh. Jim Cornette's spitting some venom. Yeah. But it ain't. it's a different kind of venom. Okay. I don't know, man. I tell you what, I wish it. I wish it could have been Orton, mm-hmm. just to be honest with you. But Orton just resigned. Yeah. Imagine if they're doing some, but what, blah 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 blah, and they're having some ridiculous match, and you know, six or eight months from now, the lights go out and come on, and there's Randy Orton and the Revival and Jim Cornette, and they are there to to. <laughs> To bring, to restore honor to the professional wrestling industry. Dude, that would, that, that would be a license to print money. Could you imagine that, dude? And Jim Cornette just out there cutting these scathing promos on the Young Bucks. Anybody, Kenny who, Omega. anybody who thinks that he would not do it for the right price. Oh, yeah, he would. Absolutely, he would. You mean to tell me he likes doing his own travel on the weekends, and I don't know. I don't know. He man. says he does. I mean, the way he talks, he doesn't want to be on the road full time, you know? Um, and I believe him. He said he doesn't like to fly. Right. Right. He Did you hear his rant on Atlanta traffic? 
I don't know if I heard that or not. He was, I, this is when I it think probably this, sounds a lot like the one I gave when I was coming through Atlanta a month, a month ago. Ooh, doggy. Well, there's nothing better to me. Wrestling is Tony Schiavone holding the mic for somebody. Uh huh. That's wrestling to me. Yes, sir. Tony Schiavone or Bob Cottle. Mm-hmm. I was thinking as the because I saw Twitter reactions to Cody's promo before I saw his promo. Me too. And I thought about because uh, somebody even said that was it was, my, it was Cornette. Cornette said that's the equivalent of Dusty's hard time. Yes. Me. Yep. And I thought back to in the moment of the hard times promo, you just had no idea. Because because Dusty comes in is like. And we got the American dream, Dusty Rose, and Dusty, your fans have missed you. And, and it's just like not polished. And Man. then he just, but it's like what Bob Cottle represented all of us in that moment. Because he was yeah. excited and Dusty Rhodes was back. Mm-hmm. And Dusty Rhodes had something to say. And Bob Cottle knew that his job was to stand there and hold that microphone. Right. And, uh. And then, and so Tony Schiavone has become that for AEW. Yes, and I love it. Me too. So let's talk about that promo. Last same, night. same as you. I heard, and I've heard it before. I heard it a few weeks ago when Jericho cut a promo. That yes. was Jericho's greatest promo. Right. And I and I watched it and went, Jericho's always cut good promos. Yeah. Like script his script his promos. Even if they were scripted, never sounded scripted because he knew how to deliver them. Right. So I didn't. That's what happens when you take when you they're not scripted, and it, I was I didn't get it. I mean, it wasn't. Right. It was a bad promo, but it was a good Chris Jericho promo. Which yeah. All of them are. Let's be right. honest. He, right. He rarely has a promo where you go. Eh, yeah. I don't. Know, he didn't quite make his point. Right. I don't right. get what he was talking right. about. Like, Chris Jericho's always cooked good promos, yeah. man, from day one. So I didn't believe, like I believed the hype. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. And then it fell flat for me. So, same with Cody. I saw it. I saw Cornette's tweet. Yeah. Once again, when I saw Cornette tweet, I said, okay, there's something special. Yeah. Yeah. Here. This is, this may be different. Right. Uh, I saw a couple other people had, had tweeted and put on Facebook about it. You were one of them. And I thought... Yeah, it's probably it's probably right. gonna be another letdown. Right. And then that boy started talking. And I mean, dude, he cut one of the most passionate promos. Yeah. And I believed him, man. Yes. And it was so good that when it was over with, I thought I've got to rewatch that tomorrow because yeah. I was kind of sleepy last night. I'd worked. Yeah. I yeah, remember me too. I, te- I uh, you texted me that morning. I'll be honest, you texted me. I remember looking at the text. And laying down and setting it down and going, I'll text him when I wake up. And yeah. Then I, and then I slept and got up and took a shower. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I went, oh, man, I got to go take yeah. teeth back. Um, but, man, that boy, he was spitting fire. Yeah. When he, yeah. oh, well, he's talked about getting Jericho's book on Amazon for $3. $3. <laughs> but do you know whatever he said? Yeah. Whatever he might have said. Yeah. I don't remember every word. Right. I remember the passion. Yeah. But do you know what stood out to me more than all of that? What's that? 
was watching the live crowd respond to a great promo being cut, and I have not seen that in years. Right. Yes. Where people were were hanging on every word that he said, and they were cheering for what he said, and it gave me goosebumps. Yes. Goosebumps. I got goosebumps Goose watching that Goose freaking promo. bumps. And there was it. The crowd, like you knew, you, you sensed it. You could see it. The crowd knew. Oh, they knew we they were are seeing, seeing something special. Yep, you could like tell, we man. will. It's the same way. I have friends. They've been to two wrestling shows in my in their life. One of them was the night Ric Flair came back in Greenville. Right. Yeah, that's what they hang their hat on. There mm-hmm. are people. Hey, we were there in Charlotte. I was that there night, when Cody, and I'm mad that I wasn't there. Me too. And we almost went. Yeah, we almost went. She was online. Looking up tickets. Yeah. We changed our minds. Yeah. And I wish that we hadn't. Uh, yeah. I will. For, I, just, same with that when Flair came back. And, yeah. There's me, two shows that I yeah. regret not going to. I regret not going to the night that Flair came back. And we had gone to see Raw a couple of times. And yeah. then they came back and she said, do you want to go? And I said, I'll be honest with you. The only way I'd really be interested in going is if Ric Flair came back and challenged Triple H for the title. And they did it. Yeah. And they did the old, and Triple and, H and did I, the, I saw that Triple one. H did the, he should, he, he could, he still got it. Yeah. Match with him where yeah. he almost beat Triple H. Oh yeah. And it wasn't the fact that Triple H got Ric Flair over by beating him. Yeah. Cause Ric Flair shouldn't have been able to hang with Triple H right. at that level. And he did right. one more time. Cause he was in Greenville and everything was right. Yeah. You know, and it was that Rocky Balboa. He got over even though he didn't win. And I've I've always regretted not going to that show. That was a great. And now I can add number three to the list. Yeah, that was a great. uh, I've missed two of those three, and just like you could tell, I'm a bit. So at the beginning, he he was talking, and and it sounded when he started. I can't remember the exact point where I thought, "Oh man, I don't, I don't know about this." No, I thought I know what you mean. I thought the same thing. I remember, I, I was going, "This is it. This right. is what people are." And it, and I think it was because he had his talking points, and I think he went from "I need to remember" to "Man, just say so, screw it." I think it was that. And I, I really believe it was the people there reacting to what yeah. he was saying and him yeah. listening to what they were reacting to him saying. And he, as he, I think he started believing what he was saying. Yes. And I think that's the magic of wrestling. When you believe what you're saying is real, that's when it becomes good. When Ric Flair told you he was the greatest wrestler Walking the planet, his house was bigger than yours. Yeah, his shoes cost more than your, whatever. When he was telling you that, he meant that. He believed right. it because it was true. When Harley Race was telling you he was the greatest wrestler on God's green earth, you believed it because he believed it. Yeah, and I think that Cody Rhodes believed what he said, and because he believed it, it was his words. It wasn't words that somebody else had given him to say. Right, these were his words. He believed them. And he made me believe him because he believed him. Yeah. As soon as, you know what I kept thinking when he finished that promo, the words that came to my mind were, it's still real to me. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. what I thought. And, um, 
I emotionally responded yes, to that promo. Absolutely. And like, when was the last time we did that? Who knew Cody Rhodes had that in him? Who well, knew that Cody? I mean, Dustin got all the in ring. I'm just going. Yeah. Dustin got all the in ring stuff. Yeah. But I believe Cody got the promo. Yeah. And I think he found his voice last night. Right. And I so I hope he did. I hope that wasn't a one off thing. I think Cody Rhodes found his voice last night. And I think. Yeah. It was it was incredible. I think people who were saying it was the promo of the year, I don't think that's an over exaggeration. I, I if it let's, if it wasn't a promo of the year, then what was? Right, right. When was the last time somebody cut a promo that was that good? Right, right. Tell me. I'll wait. Yeah, it was so good, man. It was so I that let me tell you what made that promo so awesome. Again, it's the same. When Dusty Rhodes did the Hard Times promo, whether you were eight or 48, that promo resonated with mm-hmm. you. Because when I first heard that promo, gave him a watch, kicked him in the butt and said, a computer took your job. That didn't resonate with me. Nope. But but I remember, we've t- I remember yeah. that promo. I remember him sticking his hand out. Yeah. And me thinking, he needs me. Yes. Dusty needs Yes. Me. Yes. So even though I'm with you, I didn't get the watch, give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say a computer took your place, baby. I didn't, yeah. you know, but I got, I'm my hand is reaching out for your hand and I need you. Yes. You know? Yeah. I remember that. And I think what Cody has done, he has, that, that 22 year old fan there was something in that. There was something in that promo last night for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and he has captured a line from uh, undesirable to undeniable. Yeah, that was a great line. He he has said that a couple of times before, but oh, just it was it was an incredible promo. Uh, anyone who tries to break that down and say. There, listen, there might be the rare person out there who didn't like that promo. That's uh, fine. That's fine. There's always going to be that. I, it's almost become cool to not to find out what everybody likes and be like, uh, here's why it wasn't good. Right. Here's why. It I'll tell you what good. promo that they had last night that was not good. I don't dig Brandy Rhodes, man. I didn't see it. It was not good. I didn't see Jeez. it, but everybody on Twitter agrees with you. It was so hokey, man. She's hokey, dude. Yeah. And she's gorgeous, man. And I'm not saying she's untalented. Right. She is talented. She needs to find her lane. Yep, and stay in it. Yeah. And I definitely think that... Like Orange Cassidy. Right. He's found his lane and he's staying in it. Marco Stunt found his lane, staying in it. It's a shame that that, um, Luchasaurus got hurt because there was that's a money tag team Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy can we talk about that mm-hmm. he got hurt in the ring practicing, practicing. rehearsing yeah. are we going to start seeing more of that especially since these guys they're used to working two three times a week now they're wrestling one time a week Right. your muscles change uh-huh. your body changes yeah uh you can overthink it. I've always, we, I know we've told this story before, uh, and I'll never forget Ricky Morton. 
mm-hmm. talking about um, sitting down with some guys and them saying, "Hey, we want to do this and 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 this." What you What do you think, Ricky? And he goes, "Let me tell you what we're going to do. Yeah, you're gonna kick my ass for about ten minutes, right? And I'm gonna make the tag to Robert. He's gonna do a hot tag and come in." And then we're going to hit you with the double drop kick pin you. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need to talk about all of it. He knew right. that was, you know, let me tell you what we're going to do. Right, right. I, I, man, that's definitely missing from the 50-50 matches. There's no Rockies anymore. No. No one had, everybody can you know, kick thought, out of I, everything. And, yeah, and, and I do sometimes. I love to see a good match as much as the next guy. Yeah. I clearly they think Trent Trent Beretta and the best friends and all that. I, I like Trent Beretta a lot more than I do Chuck Taylor. Yes, I agree. Um, I think Chuck Taylor's a hokey. Yeah. I, I think he's a he's bad indie, just like uh, I think Dark Order's bad indie. Yeah. Oh, we hadn't even talked about. Yeah, them we hadn't yet. talked about them yet. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with it, but. When I see Pac, who was supposed to be one of the top guys, have a twenty-minute fifty-fifty match with a with a Trent Beretta, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that because yeah. they've established Trent Beretta as a legitimate guy. They feature him every week. Yeah, those guys are on the show every week, so yeah. it's not like they just showing up every now and then. Right. But Hangman Page had a match, or maybe. Maybe it wasn't Hangman. Maybe it was Jericho had the match with somebody. Darby Allen. Where they duck tied him up. Yeah. And he was still fighting back against Jericho. But Jericho's your champion. Like, I kind of felt like in that moment that it did kind of, that Jericho should have been able to beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I got you. But you kind of hate to get wrapped up in that because it is a work. I mean, I, I understand you're trying to tell a dramatic story. Uh, Hangman Page had a match with somebody that did go like 20 minutes. And he's supposed to be challenging. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and there's that. This, there's this, this guy that you don't hardly ever feature. Maybe he shouldn't have gone. Sean Spears had a match with the Young Bucks friend. Oh, last uh, night. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's awful. Yeah. He's not good. Brandon Cutler. Yes, he's not good at all. Yeah. And I just... Like I question that. Them, I, you know, I know you want to take care of your friend, but he could, you could, you couldn't have given him a jumpsuit and a camera. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's your friend doesn't mean he needs to be on your show wrestling because he's not good. Right. No. He he's he bought good. the other time yes. he wrestled on TV. He bought and he liked to hurt somebody. I yeah. hurt himself one. I can't. Yeah. I remember going, "Oh man, this guy doesn't need to be on TV." Yeah. And then the Dark Order, you know, Hofer asked me what it was that I don't like about him. You and I were talking about it before we started recording. I can't, I can, if you can't see it, I can't explain it. Yeah. That it's, um. What's so dark about him? Right. And that, that fat guy. Yeah. Has, there's a way, there's gear that fat guys can buy. Yeah. That looks good on them. Yeah. And ask Mick Foley. Mick Foley had a same body type I got. Yeah. And worse than the guy from Dark Order. Yeah. He looked like a professional wrestler. Right. The guy from Dark Order looks like a guy who went and found him a pair of trunks that fit at Academy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I don't like about it. 
There's yeah. gear that can be bought when you're overweight that covers up the fact that you're overweight and still makes you look Kevin Owens. Yeah. Still looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. I can go down. We have friends who are, who need to lose a few pounds, but their gear covers yeah. it up the way right. that they, the way, and that guy doesn't do that. Yeah. And it, it looks, it looks like every bad indie wrestling fat guy. Yeah. And that's why I don't like him. And then, I, when and I'm I, fat. I'm not shaming anybody. Yeah, I'm I'm fatter than the guy in Dark Order. Yeah, and I I, I could buy gear if you don't care enough to. I know indie guys who have expensive gear. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be on national television, yeah, you buy yourself some good gear. Yeah, I to me his. Uh, Expressions, animations. Yeah. What do you call? Is it? There's a term, and right. I was trying to think about it, because not just him. Right. Everybody in wrestling, I'm sick of. Right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all the the jazz the hands. jazz hands that they talk about yeah. with Kenny Omega. Like, I'm sick of all of that. I'm sick of people walking out on stage and sticking their hand up with the finger and running it, and then reaching back and doing all this. You know. I wish doing we had the a camera running. Doing the big karate. There's a is it there's a term for that. Um flare, dramatic. Histrionics. Histrionics. Is that what it is? Histrionics. Okay. That's the term, right? That'd be my gimmick. Um like uh, that needs to go. Yeah. There's a few like the Hardys did it. Yeah. And it worked. Because nobody yeah. else was doing it when the Hardys did it. Right. But like all these kids grew up. Watching the Hardys, and now they're bad indie versions of the Hardys, you know? And they're out trying to do Hardy stuff, and you ain't the Hardys. No. Let's just you be ain't honest. even the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. No, right. You're not even Nancy Drew, <laughs> much less a Hardy Boy. Those guys were perfect for their time. Right. You know what I mean? They fit their time, and they they were good. Like, like him or not, Jeff Hardy has a charisma. Yes, you know, that, that, that other wrestlers wish they had. Yeah. Uh, and Matt's got a great mind for things. So everybody grew up watching them do all that stuff with their fingers and stuff. Yeah. And I, that's all I can figure. That's who I kind of trace it back to. Right. You know, but don't right. try to be like them. Now everybody's got a hand signal. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's motion. always out there. And they I get think the histrionics ring. is the, I think they're like overacting. I think that is histrionics. I think that's what that's called. Which is what I do. And if it's know, not. Hey, we just made a word. We just, we just redefined a, it. Yeah. Um, but there's something. The dude in Dark Order, I and you've you've talked about this a lot. When I watch him, I get the feeling that he is doing and acting and reacting like he thinks he's supposed to be acting and reacting. Right, because they are not that team. Six months ago, they were the Super Smash Brothers. Right. And I didn't like them then. Right. I didn't like what they stood for. I still don't. And I think maybe that's part of it, too. What? Okay. Maybe that's one reason that I don't like them. Okay. Is because I know that they were the Super Smash Brothers. Right. And maybe that's, maybe that, they. If, and if you don't know, they were one of the original slow motion, Oh. I think. I'm pretty, you know, they did a lot of that in Chikara and stuff like that. Uh, you know I mean? A lot of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. 
and, yeah. and that kind of kind of colors how I feel about them. Oh, uh, yeah. I, think, I, I hope I'm not. A heel team. I hope that I'm not um, applying something to them that they didn't do. Right. But I just remember reading about the Super Smash Brothers at Shakira Dakar, and they did this, and, and they did that, and, and then I found out that that's who the Dark Order was. So yeah, they are just pretending. Yeah. To be something that they're not. They tried to come up with a creepy gimmick because they needed a creep because somebody else had a creepy gimmick get over. I can only assume. Yeah, I just, uh, what's the mask guy's name? Uno, evil Uno or Un, something? Yeah, Evil Uno, something like that. Evil one. Yeah, he does not look evil. No, he looks silly. He looks like, he, he looks like look... a fat shark boy. <laughs> you nailed it, my friend. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, what, that's what he looks like. He's a fat shark he's boy. He's a fat shark boy. Everybody tweet that. Hashtag fat shark, <laughs> fat shark boy. boy. Oh my goodness. So here's the thing, like you and I, ADW has got us excited. It is not perfect. It's no, not without no, no, its no, no, faults. No, no, no. But there's a lot more that we like that we don't like. As opposed to WWE where I wind up watching a bunch of stuff I don't like to find one one corn nugget in the turd that has become that company. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah. like we're both excited for this uh, pay per view. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I like that they haven't announced. I don't think any matches for next week on TV. Yeah, so like, they're kind of letting. I like that they announce their match. Like I like that they announce their matches every week. I like the fact that Kenny Omega and John Moxley are having a match with one another, and they haven't met each other 16 times on AEW Dynamite yeah. before we get to the pay per view. Yeah, and that Pac and Hangman Page are finally gonna have their match, and that they haven't had a match with each other six times before we actually get there. And I like the fact that the Young Bucks are wrestling. I, I call them LAX because I can't yeah. remember their names. Uh, they're wrestling them, and they haven't had fit. They've interacted. Yeah, they've had fights. They've had pull aparts, which would lead me. Yeah, to the finish of the show last night. Yeah, which was reminiscent. Which I haven't not which, seen yet. Oh, you haven't? Uh-uh. Oh, they're gonna do. They're going to do war games. Oh, yeah. But they're calling it the match beyond, obviously. Yeah. I, I read, I found out that WWE owns the name war right, games. Right. Cody Rhodes owns the match beyond. Yeah. He went, he registered a trademark for that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, because that's what everybody does. Everybody wants to book a war games match. Everybody who's ever booked wrestling anywhere wants to book a war games match. So, they're going to do it, which yeah. is good. I'm excited for that. But, anyway, they, uh, yeah, you didn't see it. It, it, it reminded I, well, me. I saw the part where MJF, who I love. And yes. He, have you noticed? Yeah, we he, haven't talked about how great he is yet. He hasn't even wrestled on TV yet. No, and he is over. 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 Like, and when he and He's turns, a baby face that acts like a heel. And when he turns, and it very well could be this Saturday it night. Could be. And they may wait till after the match beyond. But you know at some point. Cody has set that up. Mm-hmm. Him and EJ, MJF are going to have a blood feud. Yes. But they don't need to do it this Sunday. No. WWE would do it this Sunday. Right. But how do you... It, 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 it's a slow story. You don't you don't have to run and hot shot every single story right. that you got. They got that one in their holster. You have to tease the breakup right. and have it not happen five or six times to the point where 
everybody thinks it's never going to happen. Right. And then that's why I always thought WWE missed the boat with the Cena heel turn. Yeah. There were a couple of times where he teased it. Yeah. And he didn't do it. And that would have been the time. And it, to there, do it. there should have been a time when you. There was a time when everybody said it's never going to happen, and that's when it was the time to make it happen. Yeah. What um. Do you think Cody's going to beat Jericho? I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't think he's going to beat. Him. And I. I do think that they're trying to create a different environment. Yeah. You can get out of a stipulation. That's true. Yeah, I mean, there are ways. People, companies have been making stipulations and getting people out of them for years. Yeah. That's not a, you know. How did you feel about. No, I don't think he's going to be. Jericho. How did you feel about the way that he worded that part of the promo? He talked about Eddie Graham, Dusty Rhodes, that they were part of management. Mm-hmm. I thought he navigated that about as well as you could. He did. I thought that was pretty it good. It wasn't quite an expose, but he didn't say anything everybody didn't know. Look at right, 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 there, right. I understand. There are there are clearly still people out there that believe this is real. There, yeah. There's still people that believe it's real. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't like, I like wrestlers to maintain the image that it is. I don't like to see two guys get on the internet after they've had a blood feud yeah. and talk about how much they respect one another and how honored they were to share the ring and post pictures of themselves hanging out after the match, cooking out and drinking beer. Yeah. I don't like seeing that either. No. But also you do, you can overdo it Yeah. to the point where you insult your fans. Right. And that's where I think companies, that's what the, the territory that I think AEW is trying to navigate. Yeah. That if you don't be carny with people, yeah, don't try to be carny and don't try to work them. Mm. Don't try to work them. Yeah. But present because the fans in AEW are playing their role. Right. They're cheering the good guys. They're booing the bad guys out of respect for the people because the company is not insulting their intelligence. Right. And that is the fine line that you have to navigate as a wrestling promoter now between keeping up kayfabe and not insulting people's intelligence. Yeah. It's a very fine line. And they're figuring that line out. Right now, they're trying to figure it out a lot better than WWE ever has. WWE insults your intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. WWE says, we're going to serve you dookie sandwiches, and if you don't like the taste of them, here's another one. Right. Yeah, just because Vince McMahon likes dookie sandwiches. Right. Right. Do you? I don't like dookie. I'm not a big fan of dookie sandwiches. No. You know, I don't no. like it on a stick. <laughs> no. I don't like it in casserole. <laughs> no. I, I don't even like dookie ice cream. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Not, not, a, not a fan of Dookie ice cream. I'm, I'm very curious. Uh, Even soft serve. When it... <laughs> I'm very curious to hear Cornette's reaction to the show me last too. night when him and Brian laughed. Yeah, me too, man. I'm kind of. I think he's been a lot more fair than I thought he would be. He had. He even said the other night, Omega and somebody did something, and he went as much as it. Hey, like I don't want to give him credit, but that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think he's. I think Cornette. Cornette is a businessman. He is, and I think he knows his gimmick too. I mean, his gimmick. I'm. I believe one hundred percent that he believes everything he's saying. Yeah, but. 
he has even had to recently address the generation who thinks every, who takes everything too serious. Oh, uh, what? Well, yeah, he's he talking about that. like the other day. He even said, "Look, if I've I've said they need to be bold in oil and have their fat rendered for soap." He said this the other day. He said, "But if somebody was standing there with a pot of bowl and oil, they were going to drop Kenny Omega in the thing." I would probably tell him not to. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> like what? How sad is it that he has that he to, even has to go say that? Right. Yeah. Right. He's like, look, I don't like what the guy does. I don't really want to him to die. Him to die. He said, I'm just, "This is just what I do." Like even Cornette has had to kind of come out. And he's say, exposed to he's this. Just, he's had to like he did a about twenty minutes about it. Yeah. On, on his no. show the other day where he. Because they were saying he wanted somebody to kill himself, and he's like, I never said that. I said somebody else should do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's great like that. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. Uh, So, yeah, we're – this is a – it's an interesting time for the Double Dropkick show. We're figuring it out. Y'all, just be be patient. Be patient. We're figuring it out. We're sorry. The output's not there right now, but it's just a different season of but, life for right, Heath. So, yeah, we're figuring it out, man. So this is what I would ask: like, be very happy. Like, we are very happy. Yeah, I I was so excited to see you today, even if we hadn't got to record, just because I hadn't seen you in like six or seven weeks. Right, and the fact that now you have to drive what ten minutes. If that, dude, we were gonna meet at nine thirty. I left my house at nine twenty-two. Right, and normally, I got, and yeah. I got here at nine thirty, and that's great. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, if every two weeks we have to meet here, come sit in the car. It got it's getting a little hot today. It is getting a little warm. We might have to. I got this. I got this new fleece hoodie I bought yesterday. That's pretty nice. And I thought, man, I'll wear this. It's gonna be a little chilly this morning, but it's starting to kick in now. It's starting to kick in on me. Uh. But yeah, so just be be patient. Um, on my new commute, yeah, I'm trying to record stuff for Patreon, and I uh, got some shows this weekend. So hopefully, we'll have some news for you about that. But I don't know how to record anything for Patreon, or I probably would try at some point. I'll show you how to do it on your phone, and you can. You've been saying that, but you never have. You just hit voice memo, record, da 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 da, share, send to. Heath, if it's not too, too long. I mean, if it's long. Or you can jump in that Facebook group anytime and do you do you live See, I don't like doing that. Oh, gotcha. I prefer, I prefer, I would rather just do it. Because then people start asking questions in the middle of it. Well, and just, it throws me off. Just film the video and then post it. Maybe don't do it live. That's a good idea, I reckon. Write that down. <laughs> Heath, with a good idea. Uh... So I had a good idea and a good joke today. You did. The Orange <laughs> Cassidy joke was good. Hey, um, so hashtag Fat Shark Boy. That's <laughs> our thing today. Uh, hey, we're on Twitter, at Heath Mulliken. At the DDK Show. Uh, if you're listening to this, like go like our Facebook page. If, if you become a patron today... Um, uh, every month, like the higher levels you're getting, uh, I know we still got giveaways to do. I'm sorry, life transition, that kind of stuff. We'll get. I'll do the giveaways. Right now, like five and ten dollar level, you're getting a, uh, you're getting an old match uh, there on Patreon. But if you go in, uh, you can see all the posts. 
um, though they're all the behind the scenes stuff and you get into the uh, you get into the Facebook group My, uh, Myron from uh, Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast became a patron and is now in the Facebook group so Myron mm. it's great to have you thanks, thanks for your man. support and, and hey Myron. hey and pre- listen they're you know um, they're another wrestling podcast man they're just out there doing it for love and for fun and getting to go to shows that's and what we all do bro. enjoying life that's it man um, we all do, man. If you just if you're not doing this for fun, quit doing it, man. I don't. Why right. would you like? I don't get the. I quit watching wrestling because I didn't enjoy it. Right. And now I enjoy it again. And so. So hey, I, I watch what I like. That's right. That's a good life motto. Watch what you like. Hmm? Speaking of, have you watched seen Joker yet? No, I have not been to the movies, and I have not either. Since I got home from from Disney, we saw uh, Zombie Land Two. Good. It was entertaining. I want to go see it. I want to go see the new Terminator. I want to go see Joker. Boy, that new Terminator. I may what? have killed the franchise. Well, that franchise is like the Terminator. It keeps coming. They've had a trilogy at this point of reboots. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They have their own trilogy of first of first ones in a reboot. Yeah, I didn't see the last one. I saw the one with Christian Bale. I see, a lot of people didn't like the last one. I did. I kind of enjoyed it, man. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. Now we. But are, I love that character. Like those Terminator Two is like one of my all-time favorites. So let me do some math. Today, 14, 21, 28, one, two, three. We are seven weeks from Star Wars: <coughs> Rise of Skywalker. You did that that quick in your head, didn't you? I may have been off by a week. I wouldn't know. And that's the thing. That's what amazes December 20th. It amazes me sometimes that you can do all that. You'll like go, today's such and such, and uh, I'll be like, well, man, that's like February 18th. And you'll go, <laughs> yeah, you'll be off. <laughs> I'm like, I have, to, I have to check the calendar 16 times to make sure I counted right to find out whether well, I don't I don't know where my keys are right now but other than that uh, so yeah so it's Christmas holiday season so although other than Skywalker man I don't know yeah there's not a lot coming out we're at, you know we're in a Marvel movie lull right now yeah we did the uh, we signed up for the Regal mm. pass yeah so I haven't really got to use. I mean, we yeah. got our money's worth out of it last month. We went and saw Rambo yeah. and yeah, and uh, something else. I can't remember. So we made sure we try to make sure to see at least two movies a month because we know we get our money's worth. Right. You know, it did, probably not, it didn't really happen. Disney Plus, week. you subscribe to that yet? I will be. Yeah, I will be. Well, that launches the twelfth, I think. I'd heard that Verizon's giving it. Giving everybody a year for free. If you're a Verizon customer with like 5G, at least you're getting a, a free year. I'm not gonna. I don't care what Verizon offers. I'm not doing. I'm not going back to. The, but I'm already with them. So. Right, right, and right. I, so that makes I'm, sense. I'm not very. If there was, if there was any other company that I paid that much money to and had this body of service, I would have already dropped them. Well, you can't. Are you under contract with them anymore? Right. Yes. Oh. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I had a chance to get away from it, and we re-signed about a year ago. So You pulled an Orton, didn't you? Yeah. You know, I keep thinking they're going to keep going back to them, thinking they're going to change. They're about to send you to Saudi Arabia. Yep. Uh, yeah, so lots going on. Get out there and see some entertainment. Have good holidays with your family. Or don't. 
Nah, you probably. I would encourage you to have a good time with your family and enjoy the warmth and hearth of the kith and kin. <laughs> so anyway, from the Double Drop Kick Show. Wait, what? Wait, what? How do I end this? I don't remember how to. No, for for the Double Drop Kick Show. Bye. I'm Heath Mulligan. <laughs> and I'm Mark Whitman. Is that how we end? That's how we're ending now. And that's it this week, folks. So long for now. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.